you are Locked On Mizzou, your daily podcast on the Missouri Tigers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hail you true sons and daughters, I'm John Miller, your Mizzou mafioso and central scrutinizer of Missouri Tigers football and basketball. And yes, unfortunately, we're going to have to unpack what was a really stunning collapse by the Missouri Tiger basketball team last night in Starkville, Mississippi. But you know what? Why don't we start off with some good news first? And as I was doing my segment on yesterday's program about the Missouri wide receiver room, well, we got some good news on that front. In fact, literally as I was recording the show, it was announced that Mookie Cooper, a transfer from Ohio State, is going to end up at Missouri, and he is a wide receiver. So there you go. And Well, a little bit of background on Mookie Cooper. He only had one season at Ohio State. Obviously, this one is not going to count against him like it did for everybody else in college football this year, but originally Mookie from Pattonville High School in St. Louis, Missouri. He had offers from Ohio State, of course, obviously, that's where he went, Alabama, and just about any blue blood school you could possibly think of. Now, one thing I mentioned on the show yesterday is that I think Kiki Chisholm, you can pretty much pin his name in on the depth chart as a starter at one of the outside receiver spots. You can probably do the same with Jalen Knox as well, but then that second outside receiver position... Well, that one's probably up for grabs. And frankly, I also failed to mention Towski Dove as a guy who may be the leader in the clubhouse to have that position right now. Certainly, Towski earned himself a scholarship this season, has been a pretty productive player in, in limited action for the Tigers. But as I look at Mookie Cooper, as I looked at his, his short film that's online By the way, he didn't play high school football in 2019, so this is all the way back to 2018 for his film. Also didn't play a snap at Ohio State this year, but also don't let that that bother you so much because the reporting on, on Cooper from the Ohio State perspective is that they were really high on the kid and they definitely didn't want to lose him to Missouri. So it's not as though they just ran this kid off because he wasn't what they expected. Ohio State, frankly, has a really, really crowded receiver room, and the path to playing time is a lot more clear for the Tigers, that's for sure. But I will say, just looking at his tape and also his measurables at 5'10", 190 pounds, he does strike me as more of an inside or slot receiver than he does as an outside receiver. Now, we'll see what happens there, but again, when you watch his film, there's a lot of him beating guys with his speed, and not so much jumping up in the air and high-pointing the football, that kind of stuff. So I would say just at first glance, Mookie Cooper profiles as more of a a Jalen Knox-type receiver as opposed to, I don't know, say a Justin Gage-type receiver, a bigger physical player like that. He likes to go up and high-point the ball. And with that, I guess we have to talk about this basketball game don't we? Well, I guess it wasn't all bad. I mean, my goodness, the Tigers couldn't have played much better in the first half. 12-point lead, 50% shooting, only one turnover. And they, by the way, they forced eight turnovers as well. 
honestly, Mississippi State probably felt fortunate to only be down 12 points at half. But obviously, what ended up happening in the second half, I'm honestly, at first glance, it was hard for me to explain it fully. And I guess I felt better about myself after the game when I saw that lots of other people seemed to be flummoxed as well, were grasping at straws trying to figure out what exactly happened. But then when I heard Conzo Martin say that he didn't know what happened either, well, that made me feel not quite as good because, well, you're the coach. You're supposed to, you're supposed to know this stuff, right? Though, to be fair, perhaps Conzo just needs to go back, watch the film, let the game slow down a little bit. But you know what? Honestly, I think maybe the biggest problem, well, clearly it was foul trouble in the second half. You want to keep, keep one thing very obvious. Clearly, Missouri's most effective players yesterday were Jeremiah Tillman and Xavier Pinson. And early in the second half, when Xavier Pinson picked up his second and third fouls rather quickly, well, Conzo Martin sat him on the bench for a long time. And over that period, Mississippi State went on a 15 to nothing run. And I believe Xavier sat for most of that period. Frankly, there's really no excuse for Missouri's offense to just completely skid off the road like that just because Xavier Pinson is out of the game. Now, don't get me wrong. We can have a discussion about whether Conzo Martin should have left Pinson on the bench for that long. And frankly, I wish he would have brought him back sooner. At the time, I wished it, and especially with the benefit of hindsight. But you know what? Drew Smith, when you're in charge of the offense, I need to see you be more aggressive. I need to see you control the basketball and the game more, especially when Pinson is out. Because you then, sir, are the person that is the lead ball handler and really the decision maker. You can't you can no longer defer to anyone else. See, the offense started working better for Missouri down the stretch when Drew started deferring more to Penson as the lead ball handler. But when Penson's not in there, by golly, we need to run pick and roll with Drew and Jeremiah Tillman at least as close to as well as we do with Penson out there. And really, there's no reason we can't. Drew's a good shooter, a good decision maker. Frankly, I just need to see him be more assertive, especially when Penson isn't on the court. Because again, our offense just looked like it had no no clear direction of what it was doing once pick, Pinson picked up that third foul. But you know, believe it or not, it wasn't all bad in that game. There were some positives to take away. And I'll share at least one of those after this quick break. But first, let me tell you about Built Bar. Yes, it's the chocolate protein bar that is new and improved and even more delicious than before with six new flavors on top of the original dozen. Frankly, of the original dozen, I still think the mint brownie is tough to beat, but peanut butter is pretty darn good Pretty darn good as well. But I'll tell you, just find the variety pack. Get the one that suits your fancy. Built Bar is great for the health-conscious guy. Lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. These low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein bars are just what you need for that keto diet, just for a little cheat. So go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get 20% off your next order. Again, that's promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off 
at BuiltBar.com. And 2020 is mercifully over. It's time to start fresh and grab some more wins. If you're betting this year and want more wins, well, you should listen to Locked On Bets with your boy Q and Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports. They are picking college basketball, football, and NBA locks all winter long. Subscribe to Locked On Bets wherever you get your podcasts. And a couple shows ago, I mentioned that Missouri had a bit of the fumbleitis in that game at Arkansas. And, well, some of that might have been the flat ball for sure, something Xavier Pinson pointed out. The ball just didn't have a lot of air on it to the point where they actually switched out the game ball during the game itself. So, I don't know, maybe maybe that's all Mark Smith needed was a better ball because Mark looked a lot more like himself last night. In fact, opening the game with a really nice drive and score. I even wrote down on a an open three he missed. It looked good. It pinballed out. So even the miss looked good. No turnovers for Mark Smith last night. Even finished a, a lob pass that Conzo Martin was loving at the end of the first half. That was when it really felt like things were just clicking on all cylinders for the Tigers. And obviously Jeremiah Tillman played another really nice game as well. Unfortunately his 16 points and six rebounds were not quite enough because, well, frankly, the four fouls took him out of the game. Once Jeremiah left the game with four fouls, about about eight minutes left in the ball game, Mississippi State had a one-point lead. Well, from there on, it was all Bulldogs. You know, Missouri just had no answer there. See, the thing is, Mississippi State plays two big guys pretty much all the time Abdul Adu is a tough ombre to deal with in the paint, but you know what? Tillman dealt with him pretty well last night. Maybe not so great in the past, but tonight he played a really nice ball game. Unfortunately, 29 minutes was maybe about five or six too few. We really needed him out there for basically the entire game, and frankly the same with Xavier Pinson. He only played 28 minutes to Drew Smith's 37, for instance, Quite honestly, we needed those guys out there for 35-plus last night. So that was a big deal. Also, frankly, thought it was a bit curious that after Parker Brown didn't play at all against Arkansas in a game that I felt was a decent matchup for Parker's skills, well, against Mississippi State, he played nine minutes and, frankly, got mostly physically overwhelmed. Parker did not record a rebound in any of his nine minutes and against teams like Mississippi State and a team like like West Virginia last year, for instance, that tend to overwhelm you physically in the paint. Well, Parker just can't really hang. I hate to say it. So I thought his nine minutes were, were mostly a waste, to be quite frank about it. But ultimately, listen, it, it's just one game. The Tigers lost one game right on the road to a team that I thought's pretty good. I made the case that I thought Mississippi State was underrated and underestimated coming into yesterday's basketball game, and I think they kind of proved my point, didn't they? DJ Stewart played a heck of a ball game. Iverson Molinar wasn't too shabby either, but you know the Bulldogs showed why I think they're a tough team. They rebound the heck out of the ball, and they've got a nice collection of guards that can keep them in about any basketball game offensively. But you know what? I'm still disappointed 
in Missouri on sort of a bigger level because I thought this team was tougher and more mature than what it showed yesterday. When you're getting outscored by at one point in the second half, 40-11, to 11, when you were playing your best basketball maybe of the season in the first half, it just seemed like, listen, a lot of it was was foul trouble. And by the way, 12 fouls on Missouri to three on Mississippi State in the second half, that was a pretty tough pill to swallow, quite honestly, because it's not as though they're not a physical team. Missouri was absolutely whipped on the backboards in the second half. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, Jeremiah Tillman was definitely pushed from behind on his third foul that was called a moving screen on Tillman. Well, yeah, he was moving because a guy from Mississippi State pushed him. That's why he was moving. Perhaps that should be a foul on the Bulldogs there. But I digress. My point was, no matter what the circumstances are, you still have to push through them and win that basketball game if you're a team that is going to contend for the conference. So I think after the Tennessee game, we probably realized this wasn't a true upper echelon SEC title contender, but we still thought decent chance at a four seed, right? Well, again, this one game in the standings, you know, it is just one game, but just in the big picture, I'm just a little bit surprised that this particular group kind of wilted in the second half. I just thought we were a little bit more together and mature and tough than that. Hopefully I'm overreacting and hopefully they'll go on and and be the top 25 caliber team that I thought they were, but that was a really big disappointment for me yesterday. I I wish I could, I wish I could hide it, but it's definitely true. Frankly, I think Missouri needs to figure out what its core five players are on each end of the court. And I want to talk about who I think those five guys are on each end of the court. But first, let's talk about betonline.ag. Well, I guess one of the other positives yesterday is if you listen to my Mississippi State preview, you at least didn't bet on the game if you took my advice. But anytime you want to bet on any Mizzou game or any other game, whether it's college, NFL, NBA, whatever it might be, there's only one place that has you covered and one place we trust, and that's, of course, betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use promo code LOCKEDON for your 50% welcome bonus. Yes, anytime you want to get in on the action, you got to go to betonline.ag and certainly don't sit on the sidelines anymore and don't forget to use that promo code locked on. Again, that's one word, locked on, to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Wednesdays on Locked On NFL, take a dive into the future of your favorite NFL franchises. Tony Wiggins and James Rapian are joined every week by a Locked On draft expert to talk prospects in the upcoming draft and young NFL players fresh in the league. Did your team have a big rookie performance this week, or are they shaping up to have a premier draft pick in 2021? Get everything you need Wednesdays on Locked On NFL. Subscribe to Locked On NFL wherever you get your podcasts. And obviously we know that Missouri is not exactly the best outside shooting team in the country. And that's a big problem. That's about as big of a fundamental issue as you can have on a basketball team, right? A lack of shooting. 
It's about as basic as it gets. Well, I have an issue that may even be more basic than that. And that is, who do you put on the floor? Because if you think about the Tigers, let's say there's one possession defensively that Missouri needs to win the game. Well, you need, you've, if you had to put five guys out there, you were going to bet your life that Missouri was, had to get a stop. Well, that'd be pretty easy to find five guys. I'd throw out there Drew Smith. I'd throw out Mark Smith, Javon Pickett, Mitchell Smith, and Jeremiah Tillman. Now, if let's say the opposition puts five guards out there or something, maybe I'd take Tillman off the floor and put Drew Bugs in there as well or something like that. The point is it's pretty easy to find a really nice combination of five guys that can defend for Missouri. Now, if you take the opposite end of the spectrum, what if Missouri is down one and it absolutely has to have a bucket to win the game? Well, it's easy to find four guys, right? It's easy to put Xavier Pinson with Drew Smith and Mark Smith and Jeremiah Tillman, but who's your fifth man? Because really, no matter who you pick as that fifth man, no matter if you go with a more perimeted, a perimeter, I should say, oriented lineup with Drew Bugs or perhaps Javon Pickett, or you go with a more big style lineup, whether you go with Mitchell Smith or Kobe Brown or even Parker Brown, well, you've basically got a non-scorer and a non-shooter regardless there. Now, maybe non-scorer is a little harsh with some of those guys, especially Kobe Brown and Parker Brown, but non-shooter, yeah, I think that's a fair assessment at this point. Now, I know Parker Brown has taken some three-pointers this year, haven't seen a lot of evidence that he can make them. Same thing with Mitchell Smith and Kobe, and frankly, Drew Bugs looks like he's almost unwilling to shoot at times. I actually don't mind Javon Pickett's shot selection for the most part this year, but again, be nice to see one go in every once in a while. So, if you're Missouri and you can't find a fifth guy to put on the court offensively, that's a big problem, and that tells me really all I need to know about this team's offensive ceiling. Frankly, it's a little bit lower than you would like. So that's going to cap this team's ability to win the whole the whole SEC, quite honestly. If Missouri had one more shooter, honestly, if they just had one more shooter on this team, hey, Jalen Johnson, you used to play at SLU. Why didn't you transfer to Mizzou? That would have been nice. Well, instead, he's down in Starkville knocking down threes for those teams. But you know what? We're going to soldier on in this Missouri basketball team right here on Locked on Mizzou, so definitely check me out tomorrow where we will talk about whatever comes our way on the Missouri beat. So until then, I am John Miller, and this has been Locked on Mizzou. Oh,